welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the, the ever-voyaging Louis Fox. That's right, I'm like a space probe going to Jupiter. Yeah, you are. You're in deep space, man. You're <laughs> past where our sun reaches. That's right, I'm in dark town. <laughs> Do you th- no, I don't, <laughs> That doesn't sound right. <laughs> well, I don't think that sounds something like, something like a, you know white guy from the 50s would say <laughs> yeah <laughs> some nasa engineer What's you're that? in deep space is what you should say where there is there where it's there's no light exactly, exactly. yeah so the voyager man I, I i get regular updates from the voyager you, they, you get the text updates yeah it's like hello matt today i am 5.9 billion light years from Earth. And here's a sample of Carl Sagan's voice on this gold record. I don't know how far it is, actually. Like, how far is the Voyager? All right, hold on. Let's look it up real I'm quick. I'm surprised we're not sending out, like, a chain of these satellites so they can keep communicating. Because at some point... It's it does so- communicate. It no, still but does. It, but it's past, like, its range. We're still getting it. But if we sent, like, a, a one, like, a repeater, so it got the signal and then shot it back... We could get it further, have a chain of these. It'd be like old school Starlink. It's what it would be. All right. As of January 14th, 23 billion kilometers away from Earth right now. Wow. That's a long way to go. To, yeah. To deliver a gold record to aliens. Yeah. Well, and they gave us, they gave a map to, you know, to Earth and all our defense weaknesses. <laughs> here's, here's the nuclear launch codes. <laughs> There's this little hole that you have to shoot a proton torpedo, proton torpedo to blow up the Death Star. Here's yeah. Why do they always build the one thing that ruins it? Yeah, they did in in uh, Star Wars: The New Hope and uh, the the new the newest three Star Wars is the exact same plot line. Like, like that one little hole. It's like if 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 my iPhone had a reset button on the outside that if you just pushed. And then all of Star Wars, all of the rebellions trying to press that button. <laughs> yeah, and when you push it, Alderaan explodes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's kind of wild, man, to think about that. Have you have you listened at all to, about the um, the new space telescope that they just sent out into space? Have you seen any of those pictures? I think I've seen a couple of them, um, but I'm into the, us blowing up the asteroid. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't blow it up. We just tried to move it. Yeah. <laughs> and that's something that... It was like a sort of game of Pong. I love how that, like, NASA's like, you know what would be great? Pong. <laughs> here's... You're right. I've got... Here's a solution. Pong. Get out of our office. That was all... That was our first... We don't have the technology to play asteroids, but we thought maybe... <laughs> we don't have, we don't, we, all right. Here's what it is. It's Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> You send a couple of Italian dudes up there, they will fix that asteroid. <laughs> yeah, so they just tried to move it. And I don't, I actually didn't follow that. Just happened like a couple days ago, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, they hit it. It was a success, I think. I think. Oh, they moved it off its path? I don't know if they moved it much because they just crashed into it. And... Was Bruce Willis on this uh, shuttle? He should have been. <laughs> Did he drill down and then. 
the launch a nuclear bomb, and then Liv Tyler's like, no. And he's like, it's for the best. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's exactly what happened, actually, if we go to the webcam. <laughs> yes. Uh, you know what? Funny enough, like a long time ago, they like I think it was Obama uh, redid like he wanted to go see because they thought that there was water in these crevices on the moon. And so what they did is they took like a spacecraft up and like shot torpedo, essentially tor- like what we talked about earlier. They shot torpedoes or, <laughs> you know, space torpedoes into these crevices to see if they could blow loose in this ice and if there's water under the ice. Yeah. And I like woke up at like three in the morning and watched the feed and you couldn't see anything. It was just like nothing happened. It was like, how is NASA still on like eight bit internet? I know (laughs) they're like, we're going to Galaga this (laughs) pretty much every NASA sort of flight is like related to some sort of 80s video arcade game. <laughs> That's how prophetic video games were. All right, Louis, let's get some stories. Let's do it. Now for some freaky, dicky, cheeky, breaky news. This story comes from today.com. That's a news source more reliable than grilling candy corn on the cob. You don't think that uh, that would be good? Melted, melted down a little bit? <laughs> just be Put all just in a little your over some trap. popcorn? <laughs> just be all in your grease trap. Do you want candy corn on top of your ready, regular popped corn? There you go. That's like a double. And then, then you top, then you... Get some elote goo and roll it in that. That sounds actually pretty good. (laughs) Story goes, candy corn bratwurst are being made in Wisconsin and selling out. I think the people who made this are straight up sellouts. (laughs) Why are we messing with this? Why Why do we need bratwurst with candy corn inside of it? Like... Can't we just stop at the bratwurst? Like, what? Like, how gluttonous are we? I think it has to do with, like, if you're a butcher, how do you get your, the Instagram, like, popping? You got to make weird crap. Yeah. Well, it's like the donut hamburger, you know? It's like the burger inside of a donut. Yeah, not not a fan of that one. So it goes, you got your candy corn and you got your bratwurst. And if you live in Madison, Wisconsin, you can now get both of those uh, unusual taste sensations in one spooktober package. I think the only spookier spooktober package is all the diabetes you're going to get. Well, and I don't really associate bratwurst with Halloween, right? If you're going to like have candy corn mixed with something, it should be something more... A little Halloween, like, you know, the Jello mold, brain mold. Yeah, I think they're trying to combine um, Oktoberfest with Halloween. So I think that's where the uh, Spooktober is. It's not October, it's Oktoberfest. It should gotcha. be Spooktoberfest is what it should be. And, you know, honestly, candy corn is like the candy cane of Halloween, right? It only comes around once a year. Well, and that's the thing. I always say it can't be good because if, if candy corn was great, you'd be able to buy it year-round, just like Christmas yeah. music. and. Nativity scenes. <laughs> I think those are kind of all your at uh, Catholic churches. <laughs> they are. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep, that's right. Two butchers in the Madison-based Jennifer Street Market have done the unthinkable, marrying the super sugary orange and yellow candy corn with their bratwurst. The result? 
a surprisingly popular seasonal treat rather than a goofy trick. So I'm ordained, and I didn't know I could marry food together. <laughs> that wasn't in my, my online training class. Of, uh... That's what happens when you let gay people marry. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's a man and a dog or a bratwurst and a candy cane. <laughs> oh, man. we should. I kind of want to get a, a meat thing now to, to start doing crazy meats. Like, yeah, bratwurst, candy cane. This burger is infused with the thing. I picked up out of my vacuum cleaner at my house. <laughs> this burger is infused with cow. What? <laughs> it's just your traditional brat, Justin Strassman, who's worked with Will Hetzel behind the butcher's counter at the market for six years, told Today Food. But we use an Oktoberfest beer in there, so there's that caramel sweetness. We usually make the traditional brat, and we thought to change it up with candy corn. I mean, what's next? You're making, you know, your nerds bratwurst. You're making a Snickers bratwurst. <laughs> Yeah, why not? I mean, like, right? I would do everything. That's the thing. Their inspiration, a trip to the grocery store. For some reason, that's the thing that clicked, he added. <laughs> not like making salad bratwurst. <laughs> <laughs> he reports that lots of folks are coming to check out the new flavor, including NBC15 anchor Isabel Lawrence, who posted that, honestly, this was delicious on Twitter. Well, that's where I get all my news from a host Twitter account. That's where I get the idea is... My... All my culinary news. The idea struck in early October, and it took off almost right away, according to Strassman. They're selling twice as fast as the traditional brats. And this in a store that offers other unusual brat flavors, like a brandy old-fashioned and a bacon onion cheddar brat. You know what? This Actually, I just read in an unrelated article that this bratwurst was given the uh, Guinness World Record for the most American sausage ever made. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I feel like candy corn isn't American. I feel like that's like Dutch or something. <laughs> but the, corn is American, isn't it? Wait, brat. Wait, sausage is German, dude. <laughs> that's why it's the most American sausage. <laughs> because we took things from other cultures and made it our own and beat it into submission. <laughs> made something disgusting that no one in the in the world would want to eat, and then that's American. Yeah, and we we tagged it onto a holiday. Each batch of brats churn out about 120 of the links, which includes 25 pounds of brat meat, three cans of Wisconsin's Lake Louie Brewing Oktoberfest beer, and two bags of candy corn. They go for $5 a pound, $1 more than the traditional brat, and the market has called them slightly sweet and not scary at all on Twitter. Wow, they are really ranking it up because they're putting like they're making 120 links. They're putting in $7 more of, of raw ingredient. And uh, they're charging a, a $120 a batch more. And then there is a video of them uh, sort of grinding up the meat with the candy corns inside of it. And I feel like the candy corn to meat ratio is uh, a little off. The candy corn is much higher. <laughs> yes. I think video. it's just Am on I wrong? Top. I think it's just on top. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not every experimental flavor has worked, Strassman notes. They once tried a root beer float brat, which didn't do anything, nor did a supreme pizza brat. Did, when they say didn't do anything, they mean selling it? Or or foaming up, like when you put the ice cream in. The... Yeah, like, it, it, it was disgusting with the ice cream. Yeah. Since it's hit or miss today, made sure to mention that Brock's has a bag of turkey dinner flavor candied corn. They wrote Dorn, but 
its corn, which seemed to grab Strassman's attention, even if the flavors did get trashed in a recent viral review. That could really work if you had a turkey flavor put into the pork or a sage and onion seasoning, Strassman mused. That might work really well. I'll have to check it out. You know what he should make? They should make a quality meat bratwurst and see if that sells. I don't think I've had a vegetarian bratwurst before. I'm sure they have. Oh, yeah, I had it. um, So when I travel, I have a George Foreman grill I cook on in my hotel room, and so I had a bunch of vegetarian brats uh, last couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm talking like, you know, with the packaging like that. The casing? Intestine packaging. Yeah, the casing. Yeah, I guess they do that with like soy soy chorizo, right? They have that casing. Yeah. Well, the casing is is cellulose now. It's not actual what used to be intestine oh. or whatever. Yeah. I guess it wouldn't be vegetarian if you're still using a intestine to case a vegetarian. <laughs> Everything inside is vegetarian. <laughs> uh, what do you think, Louie? I mean, I like people playing around. If that's their art, who am I to crap on it? I just think like, what, where have we gotten as a society? People are people are going hungry out there, and we're just mashing up <laughs> stuff that doesn't need to be mashed up. But it's two foods that you know probably weren't going to be used anyway. So, all right, I like it. <laughs> no one's starving. Going, you know what I need nutritionally? Candy corn. <laughs> this cavity brought to you by candy corn. Exactly. <laughs> Weird News Part 2. This story comes from CBSNews.com. That's a news source more reliable than a vegan cannibal. Yeah, you don't think uh, you can find some human-style meat? <laughs> they need beyond, meat? The beyond log pig. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think, uh, you know, Army Hammer has that? <laughs> Maybe he does. Maybe that's his new bi- business. Story goes, Beyond Meat suspends executive accused of biting another man's nose. I mean, I guess cartilage is Beyond Meat. Yeah, I mean, maybe that's what is Beyond Meat, is just the body parts of his enemies. It's just (laughs) nose cartilage. (laughs) Because no one knows why it's so good. (laughs) Yeah, it's trade secret. It's just actual meat. (laughs) The secret ingredient is meat. Once we started adding some meat in there, we got the texture just right. (laughs) Our sales went through the roof. (laughs) Beyond Me and on Tuesday said it has suspended Chief Operating Officer Doug Ramsey three days after the executive allegedly bit another man's nose outside of a football game. So, all right, this is where I'm torn. Like, if he's, say, vegan, right, can you watch football? Because you're throwing on the pigskin. Well, it doesn't mean that this guy is a vegetarian or a vegan. He just works for the company. That's, I guess, isn't that kind of messed up though? That's like, that's like having the the white CEO of the person that makes like black hair products. I don't know how that works. I mean, maybe you bring, <laughs> maybe you bring somebody in who has knowledge. You know, like this guy. It says later in the article he worked in the chicken industry for thirty years. I mean, you bring in somebody that has knowledge of selling something similar or having successes in another industry. I don't know. I guess he would know what the meat tastes like. You need to have that guy (laughs) in your food chain somewhere. Yeah. I think it would be more problematic if there was like a white person in charge of the NAACP or... Now, that did happen. I don't know if we did it on the podcast. There was a lady in Spokane that was in charge of the Washington State NAACP. Yes. And she pretended she was black but she wasn't. Yeah, but and she like I believe darkened her skin and stuff. Yeah. I, 
Like that was super problematic. <laughs> but I mean, she was in Spokane and there's like no black people in Spokane. So they're like, no, nah, maybe yeah. <laughs> they're like, well, we'll roll the dice. Whoops. <laughs> In a short statement, the El Segundo, California-based company, said the Ramsey was suspended effective immediately. It added that operations will be overseen on an interim basis by Jonathan Nelson, who is Senior Vice President of Manufacturing Operations. Beyond Meat is known for plant-based burgers and other products that mimic the taste of meat. This guy's like, I was just mimicking the feel of assault. That's all. It was an actual assault. And it is delicious. It is my favorite of the fake meats. Mm. So I'm not going to lie. If I did find like a nose in there, I'd be like, you know, hey, that's sometimes uh, that's how it happens. You can have eight rodent hairs. You can have three mouse turds and a nose. Sometimes when you're trying to catch beets, you get a nose. <laughs> it's just part of the, the process. Ramsey was charged with felony battery and making a terroristic threat after an incident in which he's accused of biting a man's nose, Arkansas officials said. The fracas occurred outside Saturday's football game between the Arkansas Razorbacks and Missouri State Bears in Fayette, Arkansas, according to a police report obtained by CBS News. I like how I think we throw around the terroristic threat too much now. We're like everything is terrorism. Yeah, I didn't quite understand that. Like, what threat did he make? I mean, they do say, like, he uh, he sort of threatened the guy's life, but that's not a terroristic threat, is it? I don't think so, unless he's like, I'm going to bite your nose and every single person in this parking lot's nose. Then I think it I'm going to bite the faces of all the New Yorkers. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he was like, got your nose. <laughs> Ramsey was attempting to leave the game in his Bronco, and then another tried to inch in front and made contact with Ramsey's vehicle, According to the report, Ramsey allegedly got out of his car and punched the driver of the other car. People are so crazy when it comes to, like, their cars, where it's like, eh, well, you know, whatever. We'll let insurance settle it. Well, the dude did inch in front of him and then hit him. Like, what are you doing? That's true. They, I mean, the dude was an idiot, but it's also like bumping into someone and making them drop their papers. Like, obviously, you know, someone wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Mr. Ramsey also bit the owner's nose, ripping the flesh on the tip of the nose, the officer wrote on the report. I think he's like, this is just product research. I'm writing this off of my taxes now, this right? ticket. I just wanted to see how human meat tasted compared to fake meat. <laughs> yes, we got to get that texture for the, for the bl- Jeffrey this Dahmer blind market. Taste, this blind taste test. Here's this this fake meat, oh, and then this uh, face of a human. Yeah, is, is this people or soy? Ramsey joined Beyond Meat as its chief operating officer in December after spending 30 years at Tyson Foods. Also known for biting people. (laughs) (laughs) What's funny is I wrote that as a joke. And then as I read, I was like, oh, that is he actually worked at Tyson (laughs) Foods. Where to work there, you have to bite the ears off of uh, a small baby. (laughs) You have to bite the ears off your competitors. (laughs) Where he was head of retail poultry operations. Ramsey had joined Tyson in 1992 and held a variety of roles there, according to his bio at Beyond Meat. So what do you think, Louie? I mean, I like that this guy's got a lot of energy for a potential vegetarian. That's a plus that shows how... Oh, you're saying a vegetarian wouldn't be able to have the energy. No, not enough protein in that. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) I like that that people... There's still some crazy people out there that... Do you remember, You maybe not, I think we've talked about this, I remember stories in the news all the time about people on flights going crazy and pooping on, like, the service cart. 
Like you don't get that very much. Yeah, anymore. we did a story about a guy doing something like that, I believe, in the past. Yeah, I don't know. Is this sort of like kind of wild? I don't. It's allegedly happened. I don't know why they would def like remove him from his position when it's sort of like not fully confirmed that it happened. Yeah, it's like what I do on my personal time for my business. Exactly. It's not on the clock. <laughs> uh, so what do you think, Louie? I mean, I hope the guy gets what he's got coming to him. People need to chill out a little bit. Yeah. Stop hitting people with cars, man. Yeah. There, there were fine people on both sides. All right. I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. If you have not given us a five-star review, you can do so wherever you got this podcast at. You can also sign up for our Patreon and contribute some shekels. That's right. You go to the website, throw in a uh, hit the Patreon link, and for as little as a few bucks a month, Matt will give you space updates. Yeah, I will. (laughs) (laughs) Where can the fine people see you this week, Louie? From the 5th through the 16th. You can catch me at the Big Fresno Fair in Fresno, California. And I'll just be hanging out. I got a lot of downtime. They tried to uh, uh, give me too many shows on my schedule, and I said no. Nice. Good uh, job. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very proud of myself. Standing up. Way to say no, man. I know that's hard for you. (laughs) Yes. That's why we've been doing this podcast so long. Where, where can they catch you? Uh, from On the 6th, I will be in Spokane doing a corporate event that you gave me. P.S. You P.S.? Uh, you say B.S. or P.S.? P.S. Okay. <laughs> I was like, it was a pretty good gig, if I recall. I should have said P.S. then said that as opposed mm-hmm. to said the words then P.S. at the end. Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I'll be there on the 6th, and then other than that, just hanging out, man. Got my baby class, got a baby ultrasound on the 7th, and uh, celebrating Indigenous People's Day on the 10th. Nice. Do you yeah. do the thing where you have like the, the old cheerleader megaphone, and you yell into Erica's belly, like, this is Matt? Uh, yeah, pretty much. I talk I talk to it. I play lots of music. I play it. Uh, it loves Bob Marley. Anytime uh, yeah. you play Bob Marley, it's moot dancing around. It likes a little Beethoven, does not like the Willie Nelson so much. Did you put a joint in Erica's, Erica's belly button? Oh, we should do that, actually. That's pretty <laughs> smart. I was reading the People's History of the United States the other day. It was learning, speaking of Indigenous Peoples Day, yeah. formerly known as Columbus Day. It's learning all about how horrible Columbus was. Nice, nice. The baby's going to grow up with an irrational fear of smallpox blankets. <laughs> and ships. <laughs> All right, folks, we want to thank you so much for listening. If you want to send us a message, you can do so at info at onandoffbeat.com. Other than that, we hope you have a weird week. We're out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird.